Brilliant Misfits, Episode 38, with Judy Cranston. Really, my essence as a teacher is not to say, this is do it this way, but it's to say, hey, let's do it together. And the next step for you is to find your truth and your words. And that, that really excites me. Hello and welcome to Brilliant Misfits, talks with women who are the renegades, the creatives, the entrepreneurs, the artists who didn't fit in and how they've turned it around by courageously following the beat of their own heart. We'll be discussing all things creative, mindful and artful to inspire you to do it your way and be brilliant with your host, Asia Kennedy. Welcome, everybody, back to another wonderful episode at Brilliant Misfits. If you love the show, if you've been tuning in and listening to our beautiful women misfits talk about their lives and get inspired and you get encouraged to be true to you and do your way of being brilliant, then please subscribe and you'll get a download every week. And you can join our Facebook group, Brilliant Misfits. It's a private group, a circle of women where we come together and we inspire, we encourage, we support, we share to continue making those creative leaps in our lives. So today my guest, she's all the way over in New Zealand and her name is Judy Cranston. I'll introduce you to her in a moment, but I want to read. Judy Cranston is a music educator and a soul rocker, but I want to read what she wrote to me about why she wanted to come on the show because it was really, it really touched me and it's one of the reasons why I got very excited about having her as a guest. She says, um, coming from a crappy background, as most of us do, I had to get broken and lose all that was dear to me. I had to completely change my position to start to do the things I do today. I wanted to believe that I was amazing, so I went about making that happen. I now believe with a passion that I am amazing, as we all are. I would actually like to start an amazing revolution using music and the spoken word to touch deeply into people's soul so that they know, live, feel, and believe it. That's Wonderful. I love that. I get goosebumps. So I'm going to welcome now Judy onto the show. Judy Cranston, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you so much for having me. And yeah, I got a bit of goosebumpy there as well. Yeah, <laughs> you I probably, do when I start thinking about that. Yeah. yeah you probably forgot you even wrote that, but um, it's very moving. So can we explore a little bit about that? Like what were you doing well, what are you doing today that you're really passionate about? Let's start there and then we'll backtrack a little bit because I want to hear about what you're doing with your music and your words today. Okay, yeah. Well, most of the time at the moment what I'm doing is I am involved, very involved in children's music education. So I have a music education company. I write un, uh, songs under my own brand called Kindy Rock and my music's actually used surprisingly, still to me when I say that, all around the world by probably two or three hundred thousand kids a week. So um, it's kind of my business focus. Um, and I've got another little bit of a passion focus, which we can talk about when it's the right time. Okay, yeah. so that's, uh, yeah, kindy rock. I love that. And so what, what do the kids do? Do they get videos or how does that work? Just curious about that. Yeah, well, I yeah, as I say, I've got a background in music education, so I understand the the 
um, the value of using music as an educational tool for all ages, but in particular for, for our young children because their brain is like a sponge and music can, can teach them so much at that age, how to count or what the colours are or ups and downs and things. So um, combining music and education at that age is fantastic. Um, so what I really try and encourage is for children to be involved in the music as much as they can, so whatever age there is. So obviously for um, zero to 12 months kind of thing, we're, we're helping our children be involved in music. But from about that age, they're starting to take it on themselves. So I write depending on the age group. So if they're an 18-month-old, they have to be moving. So it's got to be moving songs. If they're a three-year-old, they have to be starting to become a bit more social. So it has to be songs that involve others as well. And it just carries on like that. So so my program really is, is, is around involving children in doing as much music as they can. Um, I don't know if you want me to keep talking to you about the whole thing and what's happening around the world for me. It's now a good time. Sure, yeah. And I really, I'm really interested, and I think it's fascinating because I think, um, you know, the learning, we learn in all different ways, and I, when I'm listening to you talk about children learning through music, it just seems like a very, very creative and more of a right brain way to learn things. And so you know, their creativity is actually being enhanced rather than trying to focus on reading and getting kids to read earlier and all of that, which I think sometimes takes away from the creativity. So, yes, please share some more about that. Yeah, okay. So um, I started Kindy Rock around about eight years ago after I broke my knee and I had to have a new <laughs> – that's another story in itself, but I was a bit of a rock star back then, so I had to have a new career. So decided I wanted to start writing music for children. And um, I wrote and um, ran a lot of workshops and training for teachers in my country, New Zealand, which most of you may know is quite small. And after about six years, I kind of had – Run, had run myself ragged running up and down the country and realized that I wanted to um, spread the word further. So I, what I've done is um, sold off the New Zealand rights to Kindy Rock to someone else or that, a licensed person. So they run New Zealand for me and I've got bigger fish to fry. So, Ooh. you know, my real passion is to um, – <laughs> my mission statement, this is crazy, but my mission statement is to raise the whole world's vibration with my music and inspiration. And um, I, yeah, you, you say these things and then you look back and you think, wow, I'm actually starting to do that. So, so I've created an online program called Rock the Planet where anyone in the world can hook into any of my music, my teaching resources, videos for kids to watch, activities and stuff. That's all, yeah, all based around the fact that music is such a great teaching tool for us. In fact, scientists have found that the top three things for um, for creating strong brain connections is to use movement, fun, and singing. So those are the top three things. Singing is in first place. Yeah. So we, we just totally underutilize um, the power of music in our lives and – so it's pretty exciting what's happening for kids, for people who um, have had disabilities or stroke victims or, you know, um, things like that. And now now what I'm finding is the power of music as a healing a healing tool as well for, for us big people. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. And I, I really do agree with you that I think, um, you know, the whole right brain approach 
to learning and having fun and play. I mean, I wish my school was like that. I wish I had more music. And it's funny because they sort of do it when you're really, really young and then they think that that's it. Like, you know, you yeah. you know, it's only for really little kids. And then as you get older, they sort of take that away and there's a different focus, I guess, more on, you know, uh, reading and more left brain analytical stuff. And you lose that kind of ability to play and you have to really find it again or if you want to I mean I've had to really refine the whole play element and creativity element in my life in my adult life yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah I feel I feel like that as well it's (laughs) I mean I've kind of got two strengths in both sides of my brain because I love maths maths was like my favorite subject aside from music at school I used to play Monopoly by myself without having the using the money I just used to add it up and have four people <laughs> you know, so, yeah I know sorry it's sort of sad. I was a bit of a loner as a kid um, you know it's pretty yeah but um so yeah mm. so I I have got a very serious serious side to me and the music is it's almost kind of like I'm a Jekyll and Hyde sometimes so I guess more recently I'm trying to kind of integrate both sides of myself so that it becomes a whole person and um yeah we'll see what happens watch the space (laughs) yeah but it sounds it sounds like you are actually integrating that and I want to know more about your amazing revolution Ah, uh, yeah, well. Tell us I, a little bit about that in, in your personal story that brought you to that point of wanting to believe that you are amazing. Yeah, well, if I go way, way back, I was um, very involved in the church from an early age. In fact, I was um, lived on a religious commune, in a religious commune for a part of my childhood, and my parents went to live there, and that didn't turn out that well. <laughs> But very strict, and then we still were part of the church, and I was part of the church, uh, which which I loved, and I have nothing bad to say about that. But um, my husband and I had three young children, and he suddenly left, and it was very sudden, and my whole life was completely shattered because everything in my life was revolving around the church. But suddenly, I just didn't fit in. I was I was a brilliant misfit, that was for sure, you know. Mm-hmm. My friends didn't know how to talk to me and I didn't know how to talk to them and I just lost, pretty much lost everything and I was, yeah, not in a great space for a while. Mm. And, um, but, you know, that's okay. What I turned mean, that around? Well, I, I think it was actually meeting my new husband, um, who funnily enough was like a petrol head, swore like a bullio and, you know, nothing, nothing like, <laughs> he was a brilliant misfit as well. Um, but he was the person who would always say, you do what you want, you follow your dreams. And, and when I said to him after I um, was teaching, after I got sick of teaching and I, um, he said to me, you want to be a rock star, you go be a rock star. So that's when I left teaching and started my own band called Famous Fish. We travel all around New Zealand and did a pretty good job. And then I, as I said before, I broke my knee on stage and realized I couldn't be a rock star forever. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it was at that point around about the 10 years ago, Mark, that I started to sort of question what spirituality was. And I, I knew nobody in these kind of circles that were so, you know, so blessed to be able to hang out now with online stuff I was really 
my own person. I was an island in my own growth and knowledge and I had to do it all myself. And, um, yeah, I wasn't confident. I wasn't, even though outwardly I was, I wasn't confident inwardly. I didn't, I wasn't blessed inwardly, yeah. So, um, I, you know, I read books. I did all sorts of things. I, I found Bob Proctor. I actually, one of the biggest turning stones for me was when I was in bed recovering from my knee surgery and my cleaner threw a video on the bed and I was like, yay, a chick flick. And it was the secret. And <laughs> that just, oh, that was my goodness. massive catalyst for me, massive catalyst. So, you know, I started, you know, trying to find out all about that, came across Abraham Hicks, you know, all these people and amazing things and started to assimilate it and and then went to a um, called a Mind Power course about three years ago, and this guy called Robin Banks from um, South Africa was in New Zealand doing a four week course all about affirmations, and he was a very jumpy around woohoo kind of person. And I was just like totally not in love with him, but in love with this concept that we could change how we feel by changing our words. And so I fell in love with the idea of affirmations and I'm rebounding and doing all these crazy things and then thought, well, you know, music, affirmations. So I thought, oh, I'll I'll see what happens. You know, I'm a muso. I understand if you use music when you're learning, then it enhances your learning. So why not combine? So I wrote the song, I Am Amazing. Which, <laughs> oh wow! I heard something. Can you, do you want to play a little bit of that? Yeah. Oh yes. So okay. This is the song I wrote for myself. Is kind of like, well, I want to be, learn to be amazing. I want to feel that I'm amazing. I mm. want to believe it. You know, all these mm. people jump around and blah blah blah. But I want to feel it in the core of me. So this is the song. I am amazing. I am amazing. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I am magnificent. I am magnificent. Yes, I. I am. Yes, I am. I am incredible. I am incredible. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I can do anything. I can do anything. I know that I can. I know that I can. That's a little bit of a taster. Oh, wow. <laughs> I had to keep myself from clapping because I know we're doing the podcast and I didn't want to oh, interrupt, but I was jumping in my chair. But, you know, it's 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 really powerful. Those songs are really, really powerful. And I just, when you were playing it, and even though it was just very short, uh, I had all these images of kids all around the world singing that. And how powerful would that be, hey? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. So, I, so I guess, um, yeah, I, I guess I I really want people in the world to believe that they're amazing. I, I, I get this thing where I want people to wake up in the morning and believe it and know it and feel it, and, mm. and that, that really excites me. So mm. um, it's kind of feels like where I'm heading. And last year I, I had a real big break from my kids' stuff. After I'd done the online program, I was just – like over the online world because it's really a challenging world. Um, so I felt like I needed to do something else. So I dabbled in. I just wrote my own um, personal development workshops. One was called Rock Your Soul and just about setting goals. But but really I, I love success habits. So helping people to set juicy goals but setting up great success habits like using affirmations and mantras and visualization. Um to, to support their goals and 
And then I did a course called I Am Amazing, 30 Days to a Happier You. So I created that course and same thing about setting up, using affirmations, singing and just raising your vibe. And um, and and then I kind of got to the end of last year and I was like, whoa, you know, if I look at all the things I've done last year, I've done like a thousand different things and I'm feeling quite tired. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know that feeling too. <laughs> but so we do have to um, find that balance though, don't we, Judy? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And I think the, the coolest thing about that from me last year when I, I run this workshop called Rock Your Soul that I created and I ran, had run it about three times. It was a live workshop and the third time I was on stage telling people, you know, about my life and about my music and and for the first time, in my life, I had this flash that, oh, my God, you're amazing. <laughs> and I got home that night and I cried and cried and cried. And I woke up the next morning and I cried and cried because I actually believed it for the first time. Mm. It had taken me you know, 50 years, mm. but I felt it. I believed it and I owned it and, and I felt it in my bones. And so, you know, for me to have to go through all of that, whatever I did with my music and finally feel that, you know, I was ha I'd be happy to stop today. Because that's, you know, to me that's, um, I don't know, that's the, that's the cherry on the cake is to be able to say that and, and believe it and know it, yeah. So I guess that's what I want for other people. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, how, like when you're saying that, you know, that you really felt it in your bones, and I know what you mean, there's a, mo there's a moment sometimes where we just get something so deeply in the core but before that happens, like, you know, when you're doing affirmations and you're saying these things and you're thinking, you know, you're saying, because I've heard different sides, like people say, oh, well, you know, affirmations don't work because you're just saying them and, um, you know, you're not, but another part of you is not believing it. They're saying, oh, yeah, sure, right, you know. So what, how would you um, explain to someone about the power of affirmations and, and why it's important to keep going, even if you haven't gotten to that point where you actually really totally get it so much yeah. that you, you cry with, like, with that <laughs> knowing, you know? Yeah, I guess, I guess it's just that little seed being planted in the ground, you know. Mm. You've got to water the seed and water the seed and water the seed and one day it bursts through. And it's a freaking struggle, you know. It doesn't just happen overnight. So I yeah, totally I like get that you say that because I think that's important. It's not all like, woo -hoo -hoo. you know, it is. There is challenges and you have to be willing to step up to the challenges. Would you agree with yeah, that? I do agree with that. And mm. I, I feel um, – I kind of feel a little bit like a goody two-shoes in, in, in my own personal growth because, you know, I'm determined to grow as much as I can. And sometimes I'm a, a little bit hard on myself maybe. But I am determined and, and um, growth to me is, is is the essence of being alive. You know, if we're not growing, then we're not alive. <laughs> so I guess the whole thing, you know, with affirmations, I totally understand that they won't work or not work. Some people aren't into them and that's totally fine. I mean, we are who we are. Mm. But if they resonate with you, if the power of the spoken word resonates with you, then using affirmations, you know, could really could really be a good thing. So, you know, I guess I learn through speaking. You know, I, I create a video when I have a breakthrough and I 
put it on my phone of myself, like this is so dorky, but I put it on a phone of myself and I watch it back because I learn through the power of listening. That's my learning mode. So if that's your learning mode, then I would suggest that affirmations, speaking, mantras and things like that will will really be helping you. Whereas other people are visual and they'll Mm. see and you know, but for me, it's it's definitely a listening thing. See, even as I'm speaking now, I can feel that it's, it's seeping into me, my truth. You know, so mm. does that help? Yeah, it totally helps. I'm a listening person too, which is why I love podcasts. That's why I decided mm. on podcasts rather than video. But I like I love your tip about um, when you have a breakthrough. You, is that what you're saying? You have a breakthrough or uh, an insight and you record yourself mm. and then listen to it. Is that what yeah. you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. do. I do. That I do. really powerful. And I also yeah. really think that, you know, you're, you're onto something here with the words and the music and the affirmation as a combination mm. because sometimes just saying an affirmation or reading it, I mean, it is powerful, um, but there's something about when you sang that song, and really all you were saying mostly was, I am amazing, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. But it took on like another quality, another dimension with the music and singing it mm. and actually singing it had, uh, for me, I can only say for myself, that it just felt more powerful as a singing than yeah. as just a speaking. Yeah, well, um, there's a couple of things in, in that because – you know, the spoken word has a vibration of itself and we know that we, you know, we try to raise our vibration and blah, blah, blah. But the singing, you know, has just more of a depth in its vibration. And so you've got the singing, you've got the music vibration, you've got the spoken word, the word vibration, and then how you're feeling with it as well. And then the actual practical of what's happening. So when your brain is processing something and learning a new thing, the music's creating myelin and the actual brain connections and that's making it stronger. So there's all these different layers where music can actually help you to change your thoughts and your you know, what you actually believe and stuff like that. So it's kind of multi dimensional. Yeah. Mm, I think um, I love multi dimensional things. I think they work I don't know, they seem to work stronger, I would say. Not better, but sometimes stronger well if you think about it like a rope you know mm. you know the, they say the strands of the rope you know the more strands you have mm. even if they're thin we tw- tw- entwine them together so mm. yeah I guess you just have to find the, the strands that that suit you and and I'm really about that I I really want to empower people to do it their way you know so actually in my affirmations when I create them, I create them with a view that there will always be a karaoke track. This sounds a bit funny too, but I always provide the karaoke track with them so that you can put your own words in. So instead of I'm amazing, you know, whatever you want for the day. So Aisha, so tell me how you want to feel today. Hmm, how do I want mm. to feel today? I want to feel um, light. Yeah. Light because I've been through a lot of heaviness. I think I've had a lot of um, – transits happening and lots of shifts and I had been feeling heaviness so yeah just light like I've been seeing a lot of feathers and I feel like oh yeah lightness yeah so I would 
so I would encourage you to sing that. So uh, so here's a choose one. I choose to be light, light today. I choose to be light in every way. I choose to be light, light all day. Lightness is coming my way. Oh. There you go. <laughs> that's so good. I'm glad that's on the recording because I can go back and listen to it and sing when no one else is listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember everyone that's not um, audio edited, you know, it's not mm. been tuned up and stuff. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 really my essence as a teacher is not to say this is do it this way, but is to say, hey, let's do it together. And the next step for you is to find your truth and your words, and that that really excites me when mm. people can take that resource. And yeah, it's a bit like an artist, I guess. You're not saying you have to do it this way. You have to draw it this way. No, yeah. No. I've, I mean, I have spoken to artists and, you know, the process that they usually, like if it's a painter, it's like putting all the paint down, just get all the paint down, and then you can play around with it. You know, this is play element. You play around with it. You take some things out. You leave some things, and it changes and changes and changes until it just feels right in your bones. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I wrote a – yeah, so more recently, like this is very, very more recently in the last few months, um, I've been playing a bit more with mantras. I had a beautiful mantra all last year that I said every day in the shower, which was just like a little poem thing. 2016, I'm amazing, I'm alive, on and off the global stage, I teach and raise the, raise the vibe. That was my thing. And I did go and speak internationally last year. <laughs> so that worked. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Loving but this it. year's mantra is much more, um, um, I think, connected to source, I'd like to say. Mm. Um, so, and so it's not a poem, it's just a, I, I call it a, a mantra rant. <laughs> so it just comes out, you know, blah, 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 the stuff that I that I that is important to me. But what I've done is I've recorded myself speaking that and then I've sat at my keyboard and I've played while I speak and then I've recorded my music. So I've got the double-edged source and then I've added them together and man, I'm creating some real good juicy stuff now. So, mm. and and the, are those accessible to other people, or how? What are you doing with those? Well, I'm hoping to to take them somewhere, but right now I'm actually being um, true to my true to myself and realizing that I can't do everything all at once. <laughs> funny that she I have that I have that um, yeah. that that little what, what would you call it <laughs> um propensity yeah yes. absolutely mm. and, and I think as creatives we do because it's I mean it's very easy for me to write a song or you know or to create the new product or to create another workshop or whatever but um realizing that that's not conducive to a business or me as a person either when I'm trying to just do so many things so this the first part of this year I've um, promised myself I'm just concentrating my business on my children's work but for my personal stuff I'm dabbling in this new stuff because I've got some really great ideas about that and I've got a couple of people who put their hand up to say pick me as a guinea pig so um, I, it's kind of like watch the space um because I really don't know where it's going to come and I don't want to put the boundaries on it and say this is what I'm doing mm. but I do feel like there's way more of Judy Cranston left <laughs> that um, that's um, oozing to come out so 
yeah, we definitely will see watch the space. <laughs> and do you do you find that um, since you know when you had the knee injury and you were thrown into bed and you were sort of thrown off that so-called path that you were on and you became more spiritually inclined, do you feel that now what you're creating the new things and I love what you say not putting any boundaries on it because it is that formative stage where you want it to just have that freedom and that space mm. to form do you often feel like you're being guided or that something else is is coming along with you or how do you experience that creative process yeah I think I guess looking back now I can see so easily you know eight years ago or what when i busted my knee I can see so easily that yeah that was a, a divine bust and you know it's been given the DVD that's a divine bust mm. I guess I guess the whole creative thing I don't feel like I'm a painter as such you know I don't just paint but I feel like music is is like my blood and so whatever I do whether it's teach you know a workshop about goal setting or whether it's um, working with children or whether it's on stage doing band I feel like music is is, is in my bones more than a, a gift I don't know if that if that if I'm explaining well I don't feel like I have a creative process I guess that's what I'm saying as opposed to the, the lovely painting lady that I listened to the other day you know it, it just feels to me like I might be out walking and I hear uh, something in my head and I have to go back and sit at my piano and then it'll come out or, or you somebody. Are, you are the creating yeah. process. You, Judy, as you are in your physical form, you are the, the creating process. So I think what I hear you saying is it's not an outside process. It's just, mm. it just like when you say it's in my blood, it is who you are. And yeah. That's just what comes through. But even the painting person who was on the show before, you know, she said, that's me on the canvas. That's, you know, there's messy bits, is this, is that. It's just, who, <laughs> it's who I am. Yeah. You know, like unedited, this is who mm. I am. And mm. I hear that from you as well. It's like, this is who I am. I don't really control it. I just, you know, it's just mm. me. It just comes out. Yeah, that, that definitely feels um, how it is for me at the moment, especially in this whole new, new stuff. I mean, with the kids' music, it was much more of a process. Somebody would say, write a song that uses scarves, or I would think, I'll oh, write a song that uses scarves, and off I go. And that's easy for me, like creating a song or that whole process. Mm -hmm. It didn't really feel like it was part of the essence of me, although in saying that, it was the essence of me learning about who the, the essence of me. <laughs> so it's definitely still part of me. But now it's just like, it's almost like when I want to grow through something, then music helps me to grow through that. So um, I have a really great example if we have time. But in December, I used to pick a word of the month. I will pick a word of the month. My word of the month that came through for me, that came through for me because I don't pick it. But anyway, it was shed. Mm. And, you know, to me it was like this is – But not a garden person. shed. Is, no, not a garden <laughs> like, shed. Like shed a shedding. Shed your skin. Shed yes. your skin. And, and mm. it was like this is the worst word. I don't want this word. You know, everyone else has got great words like joy and abundance. And and here I am with shed. And But it was like you have to have shed. And I and then um, it's like I, I need a song to go with it. There's no song out there with shed in it. So I 
just wrote one, but then it's become this amazing process of writing the song and sharing the song and um, tweaking the song a bit like the art process. And um, I, I wrote a blog post a couple of weeks ago that was about saying no and having a hissy fit like a two-year-old. And, and, and I took that and added a bit more to my song. And so now it's just this amazing feeling that this is a really important thing for my growth this this creation so yeah interesting mm. Mm, hopefully it helps other people too and do you feel that things have shed for you since december since a month ago or so yeah. yeah absolutely mm. absolutely i am um, i feel even just making a decision to to work in the children's music um just just the kids' music. Um, that was a really hard decision for me, really hard. I was grieving not being able to do my professional development and jump around doing I Am Amazing. So I've I've let that go, and it almost is like now that you've let that go, we can see what else is coming up because th- that, isn't, th- that isn't the essence, that isn't your boundary. Yeah, so. Mm, I love yeah. what you just said. I don't even know if you realise what, what came through then but all what I was hearing was that you let go of your control you surrendered to something bigger and when you did that and you said okay I'll let go of this for now um and then all of a sudden you created this space and push something else came in that you weren't even thinking about or had no idea about yeah yeah Mm. that's pretty much what's happening so excited (laughs) (laughs) I love that part of, of the creating process I think it's just amazing it's magical yeah, yeah, it has been pretty magical. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, it makes me feel excited thinking about it, and um, and also being given the permission to just let it unfold instead of thinking it has to be something. And and that's great, you know. I've given myself complete permission to just see what happens. You know, it's just yeah, it's really good, really exciting. Ooh. Ooh, love it. Now, one last sort of silly question. <laughs> um, why famous fish music? Oh, <laughs> it's the name of the band that we – the name of my band when we started the company, um, when I started the band, which was sort of 12-ish years ago or whenever. If we wanted to, a name that people would remember, you know, the whole um, alliteration with the rep- repetition of initial consonants. I still remember that from 16. You know, <laughs> um, so it's really interesting that it's almost come true but in a different way you know I'm I'm quite well known around the world for my music <laughs> even though it's not the band stuff um, I'm a Pisces I now live by the sea and you know famous mm. fish I'm a bit fluid <laughs> mm. I don't know <laughs> that's what it's that's what it's there for anyway the name of my band <laughs> love it thanks for sharing that thank you so much so um your website www.kindyrock.com is that right that's right yeah, yeah. the and website um hosts all my kids stuff and it leads you to rock the planet as well which was is my member site which you know anyone can access and um also judy cranston.com it's judy with an i actually Judy with an I, Cranston.com. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. I'll, I'll be putting those in the show notes anyway, so they'll be available for everyone to yeah. um, just click on and have a look. 
Yeah, which great. Which I do encourage the listeners to go and have a look and see what's there and have a little play around. Yeah, plenty of free stuff for kids or the I'm Amazing song if you want to grab a copy of that. Yeah, let's do I'm Amazing together. Start the revolution. Yay. Yeah, let's do it. We are all amazing. I mean, that is really the truth, isn't it? We are all amazing. Then if you, like me, grew up feeling that maybe you weren't so amazing and you didn't fit in and that you had a hard time feeling like you belonged, you look around you and you felt like an alien. I know I did. (laughs) Um, But at some point, you know, we're guided and I feel that, you know, we've come in to do specific things to, we have these seeds, like you said, Judy, we just need to water them and take care of them and nourish them and help them to blossom and flourish. Mm, Yeah, totally believe that. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so we're just about out of time. Is there any one last word of wisdom that you'd like to impart to our listeners that can help them in their own journey? Oh, well, I just do. I just want you to wake up in the morning, be able to look in the mirror and totally own your amazingness. And if you can't do that yet, then then know that it's, a, it's part of the journey. Just decide that that's what you're going to do with your life and find it. You'll find it if you, if you decide that that's what you want to do. Yeah. Make the decision. Yeah. Thank you so much, Judy. I I really appreciate you being on the show, sharing your heart, your music, your love, and everything that you're bringing into the world. I totally, totally am in honor and feel privileged that you came on to Brilliant Misfits podcast today. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. It's just just amazing to be here. And, um, yeah, I feel really honored and feel quite goosey at the moment (laughs) you do a great job so thank you thank you all for being here today if you enjoyed the episode please go to itunes and give it a review and subscribe and don't forget to join our private facebook group brilliant misfits and for more information on living a creative life www.asiakennedy.com